Hey everybody, thanks for hitting that subscribe button, and thanks for downloading the podcast. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell on the side so you know always when our videos are dropping. Uh, If you're listening to us on uh, any of the podcasting downloading apps, leave us a review, leave us a five-star review, leave us a nice little review on the bottom underneath as well, but always remember, get that leg! everybody this is jerry from collective podcast episode 16 with christian caputo staring at me so sexily to my center christian i made new words how does that make you feel sexily sexily (laughs) Uh, i have to look that up in the dictionary um so yeah so uh jerry so we have some notes to go over uh Last podcast, we had uh, Larry Sharp on. What an amazing episode. That was that an was. amazing, amazing episode. Just it's hearing cool. him talk, I just felt like mesmerized by like his logic and just by the things that he was going over with us, and I commend him on his campaign. I think he did, what, 90,000 votes? Yeah, he got he got Libertarian Party ballot access and uh, more money. Yeah, so uh, that's always fun, more money. Hopefully, uh, we'll cont- the Libertarian Party since I am a libertarian, will continue to uh, grow and hopefully be one of the main the main party members as, uh, as well. But it was one of our most successful episodes ever. If I got comments. I got, I got people that I never met were messaging me on the Anchor app. I pay them too. Yeah. <laughs> were messaging me on the Anchor app Saying, hey, you know, I, I, I came across your podcast, I wanted to listen in, and I listened to Larry Sharp. He's very informative, and he was glad that, they were glad that they uh, learned more about him, and they were really considering uh, changing their vote, whatever, which, uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to brag, but hey, we helped. <laughs> We yeah, did it. But yeah, but it was one we of... We have political influence oh, on yeah. <laughs> New York. But it was one of our most successful uh, podcasts. I do want to say that uh, I did say on the podcast it was a video podcast. It wasn't for the sheer fact that we uh, we were waiting for Larry to come. And the uh, GoPro froze on us. And when Larry came, uh, he was pressed for time because he had to go to a fundraising event in uh, Staten Island. But... I just said screw it. We'll just do the the audio version. But when we do have guests here in the studio, uh, it's going to be Times vi- Square. It's going to be it's going to be video formatted. When we have the phone call interviews, like today's phone call interview, uh, it'll be audio only because we can't like show us like just talking to ourselves. But yeah, so yeah, so uh, who do we have today, Jerry? So we have Ki from Oxymorons today. Oxymorons is a hip-hop band that has been around, I'm going to say, for six or seven years, hailing out of Queens, New York. They are a very talented rock band that has a lot of hip-hop influence to them, and I give them a lot of credit 
for the type of music they're trying to make, and we have so much to talk to him about. Which means I have no clue what we're going to be talking about, because I have no clue about rap. <laughs> I'm not really a rap guy, so I don't, I don't really, so you'll be hearing more of Jerry's sexy voice. <laughs> what about that Vanessa Carlton remix you always like? Oh, the uh, the, hun the hundred the miles. Oh god, that, yeah. <laughs> one day I'll try to see if I could get that to be played on the podcast. We're gonna get him hilarious. on the podcast. Mark right, that, that 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 would be that would be hilariously awesome. Just ask him like what was his thinking about that. But yeah, so it, it's gonna be a uh, phone call. We're having him call in, uh, and yeah, so uh, it'll be Jerry talking. I'll chime in a little bit when when I can. But yeah, so let's uh. Let's get to the interview. Yeah. Hey, what's oh, going on, K.I.? It's uh, Jerry and Christian from Collective Podcast. How you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. I want to thank you so much for uh, taking some time out to speak with us today. Oh, of course, of course. Anytime. Always, always a good time. Absolutely. So let's get right into it to kind of be a little counterproductive. So my question to you is, if you weren't wasting your time with us, what would you be doing now? <laughs> To be honest, if I'm not working on like fashion stuff, uh, like merch for the band or doing other stuff, other music stuff, nine out of ten I'll probably be uh, not hanging with friends. I'll be playing video games or something. <laughs> that's all. That's always a nice incentive, right there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big nerd geek. Whatever, watching anime and something like that. <laughs> oh man, we could definitely get into that stuff too. What's your What's your favorite anime? Oh man, look. I have a few that I love, but what what stole my heart as a kid was Dragon Ball. Oh, that's like everybody. Every, like every, yeah, Toriyama, like every uh, level of it from the original Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z to even GT to now Super. I mean, it's not it's not as like, you know, Super is still great. I mean, certain parts of it is like, I feel like, oh man, they kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm a super Dragon Ball fan. I remember being a kid and just uh, my first time ever seeing anything of it was a VHS tape of uh, Cooler when when Goku fought Cooler for the first time. Oh yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know who was who. I was calling Krillin the bald kid. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know who was, what was going on, but uh, from that from that very moment, I fell in love. Nah, there you go, man. I I, I wanted to make a quick comparison, quick. So, with, like, Dragon Ball and The Simpsons, in terms of, like, their longevity as shows and, like, the way that their graphics work over time, do you really notice that much of a difference between how their aesthetics work? Because for me, personally, I don't really see so much of a difference with that. Um, I mean, you're right. With certain things, you know, it's... it's Thank you! You know, there's, you know, there's right with the certain things where it's kind of the same exact... Uh, like it's the same as I pretty much special, like you said. You know, Goku's gonna get super strong. He's gonna come back. Like you know, you kind of know that Homer is gonna pick on Bart, and Bart is gonna do some dumb shit. <laughs> but uh, what I fell in love with, and I don't, I don't, I'm not too much of a super. Like I haven't seen every episode of like Simpsons, but. One thing that I do love about Dragon Ball that it does have, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, maybe you guys would know more, more about on the end of Simpsons, uh, is character development. Some people feel like, oh, there ain't no character development, and it's just, uh, you know, a bunch of guys fighting, and, and that's pretty much it. But as the story progresses when it comes to Dragon Ball, you kind of see the characteristics. You kind of, like, start falling in love with 
different characters. From when I was a kid, I loved the particular characters. But then as as I as the story starts to progress, I'm like, actually, I liked him more, or 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 like this person more, just to the fact of their, you know, the the characters, how they are. Like I I knew I liked Vegeta because yeah, he was just a badass. But as time <laughs> goes on, you realize how much of a actual person he's he's slightly more human than Goku is. Yeah, he's you know? he, he's the most developed character in all of Dragon Ball. Heck yeah, from now in Super, where you know, to how the fact that he's like, I'm not gonna go fight. I'm I'm gonna make sure I'm there for Bulma and my pregnant child and all this cool stuff. And you see, and it makes sense because obviously he was raised with a family and having pride for his family and and all that stuff. And Goku is a wild kid, so and he and in his mind, everything is linear, where it's like. The same love that he has for Krillin is the same exact love that he has for Chi Chi and Gone. Mm. It's, 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 it's one spectrum. It's like, I love you because you love me, and that's it. There is no level of it. That's why it's so easy for him to be like, right, I'm going to go train to take care of the kid. He'll be all right. Like, he doesn't really, he doesn't really have like a mindset on of different levels. And like, as far as Vegeta does, him being, you know, raised in royalty, he knows different levels of everything. And, I, and me seeing that, you know, that growth within him and that growth within, like, certain characters like Piccolo and even Gohan, like, seeing him change and some people may hate it, but, like, Gohan was never really a fighter. He was kind of forced into the situation. And he just happened to be very strong. So, but seeing that him become an adult, all that stuff is really cool. But I don't know if Simpsons does that at all. Like, does, does it, guys? I'm not even no, sure. No, Simpsons is more serialized, so it goes from episode to episode. That's a good point. It's like uh, it's like every episode is, is a start over. There's no really, like, continuations yeah. of anything. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess you kind of say the same with Family Guy, but it's like, but you can see certain things that happen that set Family Guy would be like, right? Because I was actually going to bring them in too. They'll bring that back to kind of remind you that that happened, but uh, yeah, like I guess the whole idea of Cleveland, Cleveland leaving and then coming back, and they always bring up the fact that his show didn't do good, and they from so you kind of remember that that there is some form of story with it, but I don't think Simpsons kind of don't do that. You yeah. definitely understand where you're coming from on that. So I could definitely tell this conversation is coming soon to a Comic-Con near you. Oh, yes. We need we need to do that. 100%. I'm like... We're, we're going to crash the panels over there. I can see this. Yeah, I need I need, I need, need all of that, man. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm super... Into that. I'm, a, I'm a gamer. Like, when I say I'm a gamer, like, some people may see me and be like, oh, like, I play gaming games. Oh, you play, you play, like, uh, what is it? NBA 2K? And I'm like, nah. Like... I'm a full on like Final Fantasy. Like, <laughs> I'm 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 all the way. Like I just got uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. I didn't get a chance to play it as much because we've been like doing meetings and stuff. But I played the intro and it's freaking phenomenal. Like I love. I don't know if you know about this this game called Persona. No. Persona Five. Persona Five is like. Ugh, I'm 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 totally all about games and uh, like you said, comics and anime and. Everything nerd. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm every, everything about that. That's that's who I am. Thank God you do collective gaming, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I, a way to bridge I, the gap on that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to. Even with like in particular fans, like I would do a show and come off stage, and you know they wouldn't expect it. Like I remember when uh, Overwatch came out, and I was like. 
I'm like, man, like, who plays Overwatch? And they're looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, you play that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like, what's your gamer tag? And I would get gamer tags, and I would, like, play. I'm a PS4 guy. So I, whoever had PS4, I would catch up, and I would play and keep that keep that bond with people because I'm not, that's naturally the community that I'm, you know, I'm in. I'm, it's either that, skateboarding, or obviously music and fashion. Those are, like, my, those are my realms, you know, and, and that's the thing that I kind of want to like mm. tackle in the future as well. So, so any any time to talk about any of those things, your guys always always there. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> so it's funny we're making that transition from Comic Con because now we're gonna crash South by Southwest on these music related uh, questions right here. Yeah, of course. So my question to you is now a ver- so you did your single brunch. So I'm curious to know yeah. what did you do for brunch today. For brunch today, what did I do? I'm gonna sound like a, a real meathead when I say this. Uh, I lift a lot of weights, did some cardio. Um, I had a peanut butter sandwich and and water. That's it. I didn't do nothing cool. <laughs> so the <laughs> difference between you and I on that one is because I actually went to the gym today too, but okay. I actually followed procedures and I got some uh, Captain Crunch to eat myself to prep for this interview. You see, I wish I wish I had some Captain Crunch, and I I don't do dairy, so I always have to be like almond milk. Mm. But I'm one. I'm yeah. I'm, I don't do. I'm not like a dairy person. Or I don't eat fried foods because I don't know. Like even uh like I, like I lost tons of weight, which is like I'm happy for. I used to be 320 pounds. Oh man! And now I'm 230, and I'm fucking. I'm happy. I'm a whole different person. That's awesome. Dude. So so I, so I changed a lot of my my diet. So. When it comes to me for brunch, it has to be like, I mean, it's not going to be on some like, <laughs> like everything wheat bread. I'm not that guy, but uh, I wouldn't mind granola. And then I am terrible enough to like get one of those Budweiser's Limeritas. I'm fucking. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm going to have one of those. Um, yeah, I need that. Maybe some, um, maybe a Long Island. I'm not really a mimosa person. I will drink it if everyone else is there drinking it. I was like, why not? As far as I'm not gonna like stop the the festivities, but yeah, I don't do Bloody Marys. I don't know how people do that for brunch. No, hell no. <laughs> I feel it's like just... I I feel like I'm really elevating my age to a certain yeah. standard if I'm gonna have that. It's so gross. Like I remember I went to a brunch. And I'm sitting down, and there's, like, red velvet pancakes, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And I'm like, oh, Bloody Mary, I've seen that on television. I feel like everyone has said that at one point in their mind, where they're like, I've seen that on TV. I'm going to try it. And I tried it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's, like, it's like V8 with alcohol, and it's the worst shit ever. And oh, man. It's terrible. I'm like, I literally was like, I can't, I couldn't drink it. I've, and, I've, and I've drank some stuff that's terrible. And that I would not recommend it for anyone. So that does not make it on the Oxy Brunch list. No <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, so now it's kind of interesting because in your lyrics to the song, you say Cap- you mentioned Captain Crunch and Mimosas. So I'm curious, yeah. have you have you actually ever done that for breakfast before? Um, that that lyric actually is my my brother says that. Dude. Oh, there you go. But uh. But, uh I think he has. I know in the video we did it. I I didn't try it though. But for the music video, we had some mimosas and there was Captain Crunch and I was like, you know, he's got to pour it in there and do it now, right? And then my, my brother's like, all right, fuck it. I he went for it, but 
I didn't try it because they asked me to like run over here and get this shot. And then by that time that happened, I totally forgot to even try it. But I'm willing to do that. I mean, maybe we should start like a. I'm thinking about starting like a a YouTube like food channel of like trying shit you shouldn't be eating. Oh, nice. And 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 I'm then, uh, with that type of stuff. I, I I would love to have you guys as as guests to hop on it and try some of the most terrible shit. And uh, and hopefully it'll be great and not be terrible. Well, I don't. I never have to worry about going on the keto diet, so I have no restrictions to that option. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Because I was, I was sitting there and I was like, man, I like all right. Me and my friend was talking one day, and I said, I wonder what it would be like. This will let you know where my music mind comes from, because I think of the most weird shit. But I'm. Like, I wonder what it'd be like if you just took like, like peanuts, not crushed, just regular peanuts. Put it on bread with je- jelly and then eat like that. So it's like not butter. So you're eating a peanut hmm. jelly sandwich, no butter. That's... And I wonder. And I wonder if that would be like so annoying, or will it stick to the jelly so good that it, you just actually just have a That's nice That's actually a really good point. I, I like that. And I, and I wonder like if the, the fact that you're chewing it will it make it more into like a nice smooth thing? I don't know. But that's one thing that I, I kind of want to try and to see what happens. Totally game for that one, man. Yeah, um, and if we you know, whoever's down, you can do it. You, you get get our hashtags, get some, get the people clicking, and, and get it going, man. I'm for it. Sounds good to me, Christian. You better be binging beforehand. You got oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to get more into the music aspect, so firstly, uh-huh. big congrats on putting out your new single, uh, "Sea Stars." Really love the song Thank and everything you. like Thank that. Thank you so much. For Thank sure. You. Now, as 2018 is wrapping up, what is your most starstruck moment this year? Oh, shit. Uh, well, is it me seeing a, a celebrity or, like, me just feeling like a star? It could, it could be that pivotal moment of 2018. You just felt like you were reaching, like, such a climax in life. Because we all hit our highs and we all hit our lows, but those highs feel incredible. <sighs> Um, shit, that was a really good one. I mean, I feel like that 90% of the time I, when I'm on stage, it's like, uh, uh, it's like the craziest emotions to see people sing back lyrics to you that you wrote in your room and, and people to tell you, like, how much you inspire them and stuff like that. Uh, I guess one of the, one of the most, like, highest moments where, uh, we had the opportunity to go like obviously we weren't awarded anything but we had the opportunity to go to the grammys oh wow uh, that's cool so we were just like in the parties and stuff like that and just like chilling seeing people and on the carpet taking photos and doing all that cute shit and uh this one guy recognized me and he it was like the most weirdest situation because he couldn't he wouldn't stop rapping for me which is like cool Someone come through there like, hey man, I want to rap for you. This and I'm like, all right. Like literally, I stepped foot, said hi, I took like two photos. I turned around. He's like, hey man, I love your music. I'm rapping for you right now. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Because I'm not, a, I'm not a jerk. I listen to everyone. I'm down to take whatever photos, whatever it is. And um, he wanted to rap for me forever. And then I had to like slightly. Be like, I'll be right back. Stay right here, and like disappear in the shadows. Right. He wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop. But it it just showed 
because he he wanted to show me his you know that his inspiration that he was inspired by that as well so i love it but then it was like damn i have to go and take photos so it was like really cool and in my head i'm like man you know i'm here with i'm here for a reason and i'm here with surrounded by great people and this is only just the uh like the, the taste of what's where where auntie's gonna go so in my mind i'm like yeah we're here now it's time to like really take things to the next level no, definitely amazing milestone. Like the the opportunity of just getting in the door for an event like that is something to be proud yeah. of. It, yeah, just to, just to, just to be there was like, oh snap! I gotta get the coolest outfit ever. I gotta like everything. Gotta put your like, fashion wow. sense to technique right there. Oh heck yeah! I was like, oh yeah, it's on. It's time to it's time to like show these guys that I'm that I'm about it. I mean, I'm not a millionaire, and half these people probably are, and they have stylists. <laughs> I'm doing it on my own and, we, and me and my brother we came out there uh, I brought one of my good friends and she's like in the whole fashion industry as well so it was like really cool we just came through had a good time took photos drinks and it was a ball but it was just really good seeing those people and then like seeing people react uh, to us and because as you're doing this you're moving and you're just trying to get you know your 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 group or your music to the next level and you t- you tend to forget that uh you tend to forget that you are developing and growing so people see like oh my god axes i'm like oh she you know who i am because i've just been in my basement so <laughs> I, I just write music and not realizing that i am making change in the world and sometimes you know we have to sit back and appreciate like our blessings and things that we are doing because we could get caught up being like man i'm not at this level yet but you are at a beautiful level in life and um and we are and then that night definitely reminded me that i am at a great level in my life 100 percent, man much uh commemoration to that now just yeah. to uh kind of cover that more holistically on stuff now between all the years you've been putting out your music what's your writing process like do you kind of stick to a format throughout your time as like a group or is there a lot of adaptations you do per song or even per album? Um, well, the, the, the writing process of when it comes to me and my brother D, uh, sometimes it's very random. Sometimes if we're in the studio, we might write something, you know, 100% together. Uh, other times I might have a hook and I'm like, hey, I got this hook. Uh, we're sitting down with, a, with the producers and we're like, all right, cool. Let's make music around, this, around these words. Or... Uh, like I could just be in the in like in the car, like that's like traveling is like my best time to write, which is weird because sometimes I'm driving and technically you're not supposed to be writing something down. So what I do is I say it out. And thank just God gotta have for, the drive uh, to do it. Yeah, so it's like uh, thank God for uh, voice notes. So like I'll hit the voice note button and I'll just say whatever it is and you know save that in there. Uh, but I think. That's like my best time where I can like really send out just like you're on the go and you're like appreciating uh, the view that you're in. Yeah, because I'm a very like nostalgic kind of writer. I need to, I need to feel something. If I don't feel it, then it's like there's no point of me writing anything. I need to have like some form of like uh, I need to view something and then get into my mind and pull up a feeling. Like for instance, if it's raining outside, I will look at a puddle and. And I would pull the feeling of what would it's like 
like looking at the puddle and the water hit it, hit it. And that that uh, vision or that view has an emotion. And what words is that emotion? And then I pull words out of that. Like that's the way my mind works when I write certain things. And uh, yeah, so me and my brother, we do that. And then we link up with the rest of the band. Sometimes, you know, have Maddie play drums or this or, you know, or uh, Adam play guitar on that or however the situation is with Jaffe. And it's, hey, I'll say if I write a certain part that's singing and, I, and if I sing it and I don't like the way I sound, I'll be like, hey, Joff, or someone else, I'll bring in someone else and then we could probably do a collaborative kind of thing for someone to come in and sing whatever is best for the song because each song is like a different story. So we make sure like whatever is best for that song, you know, without no egos we have we carry no egos whatever is best for the situation definitely cool stuff now you you mentioned a lot with traveling which i find to be a very interesting thing because somebody who does like a lot of my own road trips and stuff like that i always get the thrill i get like the excitement out of it so one of yeah. my favorite shows is uh is doing the carpool karaoke with james Corden. so i'm curious to kind of like as an outsider looking in if James Corden was to do a karaoke cover of one of your songs, which song would you pick? Wow. Sugar on the Ice Tea. Uh, mm. For, I, I might sound weird right now by saying this. Maybe, maybe see stars. That's I think, cool. I think, I think that would be a nice little, uh, you know, record to be to be like singing all to just in the road and just like filling it out if not that it would have to be something like hello me depending on like cause like i said like each song has a feeling so like something like hello me is like i to me feels like nighttime and you're and you're driving through and uh daytime you know and you, and you want to push forward is like see stars and then and then, of course, super early morning, you want to, like, get going. Like, definitely asleep, I would, I would say that. Definitely. Now, obviously, throughout this interview, Christian has not stopped talking. He just needs to <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's all up. So here, here's a way to really just encapture him on this one. So I, I was seeing uh, one of your interviews with uh, Sway in the Morning, and yeah. very good interview, by the way. And, uh, of course, man, so... I was I was curious because I saw the bro jealousy on him being on Luke Cage, so I wanted to ask you a couple questions on that. So, are you actually like Marvel over DC at all costs? Yeah, I am. I am a. I am a very. I'm. I'm definitely a Marvel person to the match because I can feel the characters more. I, it's more emotions. Like DC is super OP, man. Like everyone is like, like. This godly form, and I'm wrong. I'm all about being like the greatest shit on the planet. But like, man, like everyone, and 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 it's like the most dumbest thing. Like, Green Lantern's supposed to be able to wipe out everybody. Superman and, and too. Like, and, yeah, Superman as well. And it's, uh, Superman, he gets me frustrated because it's like every two days he has a new power. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't deal with it. Now he's like Professor X with super strength. Plus, he can do like this. And then, if you're in a room, you can see what underwear you're wearing from like far away. Like it's like way, <laughs> way too much shit. It's like, come on, bro. I get it. The sun makes you strong. Yada yada. But come on, bro. Like I can't. I can't feel. With, I can't really deal with that. But for me, obviously, Batman. You, I love Batman. So who doesn't? Um, I can relate more of being like 
feeling like, all right, you can do, you can actually get, this actually can happen, you know, and then, uh, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of things in Marvel where it's like, this is probably won't ever happen, but if, it, if you were put it in that situation, this is how it would be like, for instance, like, um, like, like, like my favorite out of Marvel is X-Men. The fact that, like, these people are, like, they're, like, born with these powers and they don't understand they have to develop them. It's kind of like I like to see, like, I like to see what the characters go through and, like, the, like, the psych part of the psychological part of the, of the characters. You can't really, I don't really see that too much when it comes to to DC, except for, like, certain books. Like, yeah, I do read, I do read Green, Green Lantern and, like, some certain books are like that, but, like, can't, I don't really get that. But Marvel is not a character you don't feel like, man, like, you could kind of, like, if I was that person, this is how I would feel like. Even down to, like, Daredevil, like, you would actually, like, man, if I was blind, I was, this is what, I get you, bro, like, you know, and, uh, yeah, they haven't, they haven't been like that in, in so long since, like, what, I, I was guessing, I'm guessing the 80s or 70s, how all this was when, like, uh, with Green Arrow and, uh, and and how how oh my oh my god I'm like brain fine with his name in my, my head I'm saying Arsenal but he wasn't Arsenal yet. Uh one in the universe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he's like doing like heroin and shit, and I'm like, man, like, like we need we need that we need more of that. And like sometimes in comics, uh, things are getting like a little bit too crazy. I feel like if you're gonna go that route, just make a whole different character, like. Like for instance, Spider Man. I love you know. I love Miles. The fact that they brought it in, they just they just didn't say, "Oh, this is Peter now." Like they just you know. Like I love the fact that they're pushing boundaries with different things with when it comes to that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm I think I'm gonna be Marvel, Marvel for like a very long time until DC DC switches it up. They um, they they got me with Batman. That's about it. Especially with especially with the movies, they've been kind of like bricks. When it comes to me, uh, so which member of the oxymorons would survive the snap of Thanos? Thanos snap. Do you think? Oh. Do you think? Oh shit! Um, that's a yeah. You guys are awesome. <laughs> great question. Shit. And I love interviews with ask great questions. People like they ask the same shit, yeah. and it's so fucking annoying. But um, damn. For me, I would think if not, I, I wish someone Maddie, my drummer, would. And um, <laughs> so it's the background it, guys. It, like Maddie would be, cause it would be more shocking if if me or my brother like like bit the dust off or some like shit. It would be more, cause like like watching them. I, I don't know if you, anyone if you didn't see the movie yet, man, you fucking slacking. I'm sorry, spoiler alert if you didn't see it, but. Um, the fact that I saw T'Challa turn into dust, Spider-Man turn into dust, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> that was so a great like, scene. Yeah, so I feel like it would be more of a shocker if you seen, like, me and my brother go out. So, not intended, in, in that scenario, we probably would, but I think my, I think the drummer, my drummer, Maddie would definitely survive, and, uh, Maddie and Joffy would probably survive, mm. our, our, our guitarist and bass player. I think they would like <laughs> to survive it and then they got to come back and get us. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome question. Shit. 
kind of uh, following up to that too. So like with all the Marvel movies that you've seen and with your admiration towards like the brand, if you were to actually rewrite one of your favorite Marvel movies, which one would you pick? I definitely got you on that. That was Apocalypse, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I knew it was bad when I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, I was oh like my oh, this is bad. Like, this is, like, not good. And I'm, like I said, I'm a big X-Men fan. Like, like they were going good. Like, I loved First Class. Like, First Class was awesome. And they, the way they told the stories, I'm like, that's great. You got to keep going in a great direction. And then Apocalypse, uh, it's like, it went on and it was just went bad. I'm like, this Apocalypse stuff, this is terrible. Like, why? And, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry to whoever did write. I didn't even look up the writer, but, like, I'm sorry for him. But that wasn't, that wasn't the way. That really was not the way to go about it. And, mm. yeah, I would I would have took a different approach. I probably would have, man, yeah, that, that, I didn't even like, I didn't like the way they started the movie where it was, like, obviously the whole thing about time and, I didn't really like how they, yeah, I just didn't. It was confusing at one point, and I was like, I didn't care. Then I realized I blanked, and then like, an hour of the movie went past, and I was like, oh shit. And I didn't care to, and I didn't care to rewind. Like, I was just like, I'm just going to continue to watch. Yeah, like that one has to, has to go. I'm not really a fan of that one. I would rather watch uh, the original Daredevil on repeat. Oh, man. That's how I feel about that movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that one. That that broke my heart because I was excited. That broke my heart. It, it's kind of interesting you mentioned like the concept on t- uh, of time with certain things. So for me, one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't even think Christian knows this is Ince- is uh, Inception. That's always been like, uh, one of my top fives for sure. So what, what, like. I'm sorry, I'm about to ask you a question. Oh, sure. Why is that? So the reason why I like it so much is because it really keeps you off guard in the sense of like how time works for you. And you're kind of like in that virtual reality thing when you're looking at the movie well, mm-hmm. for like a couple of uh, for like a couple scenarios. So that's what's always like engaged me with that movie. So I all so whenever you mention the concept of like that towards especially in the superhero world because you feel like a lot of stuff is carbon copy uh, based on like the type of movie it is. I'm always going to compare it to Inception. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to... Yeah, that's, and that's very hard to kind of, like, to compete against. If, if, if you're going to get, get, compete when it comes to time movies, that's, like, one of the, the greatest. 100%. Now, uh, it's kind of funny for me, too, because, like, I've actually never met you in person yet. So I'm curious to know, <laughs> when, when are your next shows? Because i got to break the cycle. Oh no! Then you you have to do that. That's like, you know, ridiculous that we haven't met yet. Um, I know. New York show. Um, I'm not sure yet. It might be in December. We might be doing up there. I don't know if I'm like giving up a surprise. I'm sorry if I just did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, we're we're working something out possibly in December in New York. But if not, definitely top of the year because we literally just did one last week, like last week, and it said he was freaking 
great. It was a, it was a rage. Everybody came out, and it was nice. And we actually shot the music video for Sea Stars at, at like, for the show. It was, like, insane. And, um, uh, yeah, our next show after that is DC with uh, the band called Red, Gold, and Green. Oh, yeah, that's, that's funny you mentioned that because I actually tried reaching out to them for an interview, too. Oh yeah, those are those are our They're brothers. They're so awesome. I've, I've met I've uh, met the bassist before. He's really cool. Yeah, yeah, those are our brothers. So this show is doing really good, like already, and people are excited about it. And I, I already know us, us and them together. That's just like, you know, asking for a, a great experience. So I'm I'm stoked on going out there with, uh, with those dudes, and uh, we're definitely we're going to be working on some music with each other. So. Uh, look out for that collaboration with Red Gold and Green Oxymorons. Nice, man. No, that sounds good. Uh, and if we can't find you in person, where can we find you through your social media? I mean, it's all about everything Oxymorons, O-X-Y-M-O-R-R-O-N-S. It's from Twitter. Uh, I said that very, like, I was a British person. Twi- uh, Twitter. <laughs> that was uh, every on Twitter, Instagram, uh, you know, you name it, whatever, uh, Snapchat. When it, if you're, like we're on it all. If you want to find us anywhere, just oxymoron, straightforward. Um, yeah, man, that's the best way to you know contact. Or if me personally, ki underscore kami. That's only on Instagram, really. Um, but after that, you could always get kami through oxymorons or any of the oxy guys. You know. No, that sounds good. Uh, this this uh this has definitely been quite a uh, great experience for us. You know, getting to know you more and really like your ideas and stuff that you want to do, we should definitely collaborate with in the future. Oh no, totally, definitely down to do that. Um, I don't know if you if you guys are, are got time to run, but I want to ask uh, you guys two questions. I I, I don't know. I, I feel sure. like I need to. So, question number one: What is your favorite video game of all time? The Legend of Zelda. Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk. I did not. Expect- Make the, why? Why? That's lit. So I there's been moments for me where I would just buy the games to listen to the music. This is before YouTube started oh, getting trendy. So yeah, I yeah. was listening to all of like my music catalogs. Like I found Atmosphere through that. I found out so much like about punk rock through that. Uh, I listened to Joy Division for the first time through that yes. video game. So there's always been influence there. Yeah, and I totally agree. Like, I found out a lot about like, like a lot of bands that I love do that the same exact way and I was MTV baby like I music videos all day as was like just watching when they did show videos and I soaked up all that stuff being like two years old literally just watching music videos and seeing different bands and yeah that's where I got a lot of my stuff that's awesome and Zelda I I, I I'm not you're gonna be mad but I haven't played the last one the latest one I don't have a switch yet Oh, I did. It's awesome. <laughs> I got everyone is telling me this is the, like the best Zelda ever, and I need to go. Well, I don't. I, I don't know if it's the best, but it, 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 it okay. it's, it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm still I, I'm still o- Ocarina of Time all the way for uh, my favorite Legend of Zelda. Okay, okay. I, I love uh, Wind Waker. It's my. Oh yeah, Wind Waker's good too. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, and like I'm, all the way, I'm that. I'm that. I wanna to let you know type of person I am. Mm. I'm that person sometimes. Early in the morning, I'm like, in my car, no one else knows. Sometimes I'm ever my window down. But I'm blasting 
the Zelda music. <laughs> nice. It, it, nice. Pump, it pumps me up to get ready for the gym. But like, you understand? Like, that's that's so that's once you said that, I thought about that. I was like, yeah, like just play that song, get ready for the gym. But that's that's great. And question number two is if you could be any character in the Marvel universe, who would it be and why? I would be Iron Man. Okay, well, the... Ah, uh, because he's a billionaire playboy ph- philanthropist. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear that. <laughs> what, what, what about you? Especially when I'm working out at the gym, I'm always going to feel like the Incredible Hulk. So that's my <laughs> obligatory answer right there. <laughs> got you, got you. That's... that's I, that's great. I mean, that's great answers and great people to be. Like, you can't, can't knock that. But that's that's awesome. I, I already know when we do meet in person, or like we really do have to do this, uh, this YouTube stuff. I'm really gonna like sit back. We'll talk about it. You know, we, you have my number. We're gonna text about it. That's like we should we should really tackle that thing. There's gonna be some great questions and debates. Oh yeah. About, like we could like do this for hours. Like, I'm 100% for it. And if you ever, like, are doing, uh, you know, a pod, another podcast or a different day or a different episode, should I say, and and then there's a crazy debate about it, and I got free time, please call me. <laughs> there I, you I'm, go. I'm for it. I'm definitely for it. I I will argue for hours. Me and my friends do it <laughs> for fun. So we could definitely, I'm, I'm for it. Awesome. <laughs> We're going to be the next Joe Budden podcast one day. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, man. But, but would, you know what? That would be great for, but like, for like, I guess, quote unquote, nerd stuff, like comics and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That would be phenomenal. You have no idea. Well, you probably do have an idea, but like, a lot of the general public doesn't really know how much people geek out, even in those universes, too. Like, no, in, they, they, in the they, music, they, acting, people really know how to like fan out. Oh, man, going you don't insane. have a clue. You don't have a clue, man. Like, uh, a good friend... Actually, I made, I made good friends with uh, Finn. Finn, I don't remember his last name. It's terrible, but it's okay. The guy that played um, Iron Fist. Oh, wow. And the very first time I met him, I'm, like, standing in Brooklyn, and it's pouring raining, and I'm like, I'm like, someone's running towards me. And mind you, he's dressed exactly like he would be if he was... If he wasn't in um in a, in the gear, so he has like these old like I don't know Chinese rags if you want to call it I don't know like and he's like running straight I'm like I'm like that looks I'm like that's Iron Fist I didn't know <laughs> I'm like holy shit and like he literally stopped and he was just like hey what's up and then we just started talking and then, like you know we got cool and every time we team we like we hang out and. A lot of people don't know is that he's a good DJ. Like he DJs. He's fucking awesome. And um yeah, so it's it was cool that I got that that I that now I have an actual superhero friend. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. I, I'm try, I'm trying I'm trying to make more. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Nah, we wanna thank you so much. This has been such an amazing like process of uh, making this happen. Nah man. Uh thank you guys for, you know, thinking about oxys and more opportunities and for sure we're more welcome as well not just bring only me but the rest of the guys like maddie's maddie's a fucking pokemon hero and the rest of us so whoever's whoever's down next time we're the whole band was willing to, to come up there and, 
I think it might be plausible to be like Joe Valanti on the podcast oh, sooner God. than later. Yeah. <laughs> our, our friend Joe, yeah. <laughs> you got to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Where the real goals are at, man. So have a good one. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a good one, man. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. And what an interview that was with K.I. from Oxymorons. Christian, how are you feeling? Hungry. <laughs> hungry. We talked about food. Talked about lots of food. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Where is I, that? I have to go to your fridge and get my food now. Uh, you better <laughs> not be taking my food, though. Because uh, no, you will I, be I hearing a live argument right now. I, I, I can't eat your food. It's not gluten-free. <laughs> okay, there's a lot for me to argue with. All right, well, there you go. Yeah, you got, you got donuts. You're torturing me in there with donuts. That, 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 that's, what, that's what I'm all mad about right now is that you have donuts in there. But yes, it was great. Talked about Marvel, video games. It was awesome. Yeah, there there was so much like interaction between that. And as always, whenever I interview somebody, Christian just never shuts the fuck up. Oh so. yeah, well I, I was handling some official filmmaking stuff that I had to like take care of, so uh, that's why I wasn't talking that much. But yeah, um, so yes, yeah, so he was great. Definitely want to collaborate with him on that food idea. We've been trying to get a food show going for like a while now. So I eat them all away though. Okay, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry eats and then he goes goes to the gym. It's like he takes a bite of uh, he's got peanut butter Captain Crunch over there. So he takes a handful, goes to the gym, comes back, takes a handful, comes to the gym. I just accumulated by each calorie yeah. intake. So once I have a handful, I go to the gym for ten minutes, burn it off, and then I get another handful of Captain right. Crunch. So just like in Rocco's Modern Life, Jerry. You, you turn the page, you wash your hands. You turn uh, the page. Wow, I haven't heard that one in <laughs> yeah. forever. So, yeah. So, um, who, who's our, who's going to be our next guest next week? So, we are going to be having, I believe, some filmmakers on crew. Mm -hmm. That's going to be good. Uh, it's definitely going to be a nice one for sure, and I cannot wait. To so, that, that means happen. it'll be more me talking and less of Jerry. <laughs> Thank God for that, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so, definitely... You have to listen to the Liar Sharp uh, podcast. Listen to the Liar Sharp. Listen, listen to all of our uh, episodes in the archives, which you find us on YouTube at Caputo Collective at, or Caputo Productions. Uh, you find us everywhere. Find us on uh, Twitter at Caputo Collective, Facebook Caputo Collective. Uh, the podcast is at Collective Podcast. Uh, Collective Gaming will be coming back soon after a uh, brief hiatus due to my negligence of dropping a hard drive and all the footage breaking. I was able to get everything back, not from that hard drive, but from really cool uh, secret ways of doing things. Now, uh, I, I, I'm good at figuring out issues, so I was able to get some stuff off of YouTube that I had and just reorganize and re-edit everything. Yeah. The glasses does it all, Christian. I've never seen glasses impact your intelligence before. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that was it, Jerry. Another episode, episode, so you didn't even mention what the name of the episode was. It was episode 16. So, episode 16, on to episode 20. People could read the screen, okay? Okay, Christian. but I do have an announcement now. Uh, we do know when our, the fabled, the mythical, the, the godlike presence of Caputo Collective, Joe Valenti. We have a date as to when he will be on. Oh, baby. It's I don't even know this. It's going to be on the year anniversary of the podcast. We're mm. going to build them up for a year. Like every good wrestling storyline, we're building them up. And that episode will be the post-WrestleMania 35 episode. So that's going to be in April. So that's going to be the year episode. The year episode. So we're going to be building them up. We're still going to be mentioning them on every podcast to get to get a nice uh, to get a nice posse behind them. But yeah. 
I hope he interviews me about WrestleMania. That that I would love to hear more than anything because I'm probably uh, no. Not I, I we are going to ask you about what you did at WrestleMania 29 when we went. Don't don't mention it. But we are going to talk to you about what you did and how you got on the pre-show. But yeah, but uh, that's a little little uh, little preview. For, Hashtag spoiler for for six months from now. So, six months from now. So everybody, be prepared. Joe Flanty will be on six months from now. We're making the official announcement now, so he. Can you stop bothering me about it? <laughs> we love you, Joe. So, yeah. So, thanks, everybody, for listening. Jerry, sign us out. Guys, thank you so much for your support. We've definitely seen a lot of rise within it as far as, like, uh, our growth and our base. So, we appreciate that more. Thanks, guys.